0: All of man's miseries derive from not being able to sit in a quiet room alone. This Blaise Pascal quote is one that sticks with me, as I have always found me time an essential. One of my friends who spends his me time in creative pursuit and introspection is real Benedict Obinke. He teaches senior high school students pre-calculus at the Ateneo de Davao University, and he's also currently taking up law at UP Diliman. Our conversation revolved around the value of spending our time with ourselves, and real love for teaching, reading, and even math. Welcome to Wild Lights.
1: benedict hi hello hi matt thank you so much for being here real i might say that you are one of the most introspective people i know you know how to take a breath yeah (laughs) let your thoughts and feelings flow and you have this sort of seamless ability to translate it into stories and poems my first question to you real is paint a picture of what your me time looks like.
2: Mostly I'm reading or if not reading so mm-hmm. three things I either reading or mm-hmm. I'm writing or I'm solving things and sleeping.
1: Solving thi- Solving things like math?
2: Yes. I used to
1: solve. If, uh, ka on your free yeah, time
2: to <laughs> distress from things. <laughs>
1: So I'm going to solve quadratic equations just. <laughs> <laughs> Hindi
2: naman mga calculus naman yung anak ko.
1: <laughs> like, calculus? Oo. <Uh-oh. laughs> Ikaw lang talaga so, ang nagso-solve ng math to distress.
2: Dami <laughs> <rame> naman. <but laughs> it's a weird me time habit but I like it kasi parang it's very organized, right? And then you have to be very focused. So uh you don't have to you, you can't get distracted. So I like it kasi you're focused on a certain task.
1: Para siyang occupational therapy, keeping yourself <laughs> occupied. Yeah, ganun, say- occupational therapy. That's why people in I I heard about this somewhere na people in nursing homes or elder or house for the aged, that's why they they the activities that they do is planting sa garden or mm-hmm. or or cross stitch. cross stitch cross stitch? Yeah, before. Parang keeping your mind occupied so that it doesn't wander into the depths of the kraken. <laughs> <laughs> and you're Now, a lot well. of people in relationships, real, oftentimes disregard the importance of me time. Hmm. Why do you think it's important or it's relevant?
2: Me time for me is important because. Uh, you get to reflect about yourself, right? Uh, it's yeah. a habit for me now. after a very long day, you get mm. to take a pause. And then just like, uh, I also got this from uh, where I came from, in <laughs> Ateneo, right? Where after a very long yeah. day, you have to like take a pause and...
1: What's uh, tawag called? Lo- consciousness examen?
2: Yes, Ignatian <laughs> uh, uh, Consciousness Examen. Or examine of wow. consciousness. so like you get to you get to pause and then like try to ref- but we've been doing that before, right? Even before we learned about uh uh Ignatius, you now you get to pause and then look back at your day, what happened, you know, and what were the things that you liked, what were the things that you did not like, so yeah. You can't do that if you're with other people. So you have to be alone, right? You can do that yeah. uh, while doing other things, right? But uh, with other people, that's mostly uh, impossible. So we get to reflect about your day and then just breathe and uh, try to like ignore other people at that particular time. So important for me, for your own development and mental health as well.
1: Sabingani, Blaze Blaise Pascal, all of um, man's woes comes from his inability to sit in a room with his own thoughts, with his or her own thoughts. Uh, sinabi ni <laughs> <laughs> Ni Google, actually, na on yung Google ko ngayon. <laughs> Blaise Pascal is a mathematician, right? So yeah, we're... he's a mathematician. Um, sa so walong nagatawas the the things you got from Ignatian spirituality, do you still consider yourself atheist, if I may ask?
2: Mm, yes. But I apply okay. those things.
1: You don't see a cognitive dissonance between between ano, applying these No. man.
2: naman those are practices, right? And you don't really yeah. need to believe in a god to uh to you know practice them. And it's helpful for me. It's like meditation. So I treat it like
1: meditation. Mm. How times do you, how often do you meditate?
2: Mm, depends uh, ever since law school <laughs> ever since <laughs> law school I time meditate but before that yeah. uh, like everyday I can meditate even if I'm like running right usually yeah running, yeah that's true running. so but since law school it's because uh, instead of meditating meditate can so the case so but I try to like reflect uh, and meditate everyday
1: like, gano'n katagal? Ka meditate usually.
2: I don't usually notice, but maybe 30 minutes to an hour. Mga
1: ganun. Yung mga meditation ko kasi mga 10 minutes. sa Yung mga guided meditation that take a deep breath. That's imagine you're in a... Ano, ganyan. You're <laughs> imagine you're in a beach and then you're, ano, you're looking at yourself. Ganon.
2: nakakatulog ka, na, eventually.
1: I mean, useful siya pag pag patulog na ako and nag-meditate like, ako, like, it really calms me down. Uh, ginagamit ko siya usually pag nasa, usually pag nasa trabaho ako, tapos medyo stressful yung nangyayari. Like, I take 10 minutes, I go to the bathroom, and I meditate there. <laughs> Lalo na sa, sa field, medyo, medyo stressful siya. Kaya kailangan din talaga siya. What would you say are the benefits of meditation really?
2: Beneficial siya kasi nga. Uh, like what I said earlier, you get to pause and uh, reflect. And I guess meron din siyang, like, uh, parang, aside from emotional, parang may physical na aspect sya, right? Because you hmm. get to be very aware of your body, like literally. Like diba, when you meditate, sometimes you can hear your heartbeat, ganon, and then. Yes, yes. Uh, Like you can feel a lot of things. You become very aware about yourself. And then sometimes when you meditate, you get to figure out what's wrong with yourself, right? Like what's wrong with my body so far? Like what feels painful? Ganon, Uh, Not only emotionally, but like uh, physically, right? Because you're very aware of yourself and everything uh, around you. You get to Mm. pause and you get to be very observant. So it's very beneficial for
1: me. So really, I want to ask you, you're, you're currently an instructor for senior high students and you teach one of the most detested subjects, math. Mm-mm. Um, Mm-mm. I don't know a lot of people actually who love math the way that you do. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think is the most challenging thing about your, instru- your experience as an instructor so far?
2: Because before you enter your classroom, students already have this preconceived notion about math, right? So it's yeah. kind of difficult for me to make them like the subject because they already hate it. Even before I (laughs) teach the very first lesson, they already hate it. And uh, by extension, they hate me as a math instructor. (laughs) So that's kind of
0: really?
1: Is it really that? Like, is it really that kind of slippery slope?
2: Uh, Most of the time, but uh, I get to manage the one later on. My students don't hate me, I guess. (laughs) <laughs> Mine, at least for six years if of you're
1: future. students please comment <laughs> yeah.
2: if you hate me or not <laughs> if you do maybe hate me around. I'll see you around <laughs> but, uh, oh. they, they have this preconceived notion about math right it's difficult we can't do it it has been difficult for them maybe for the past uh, mm. years so mahirap hard for me because I get to make them like the subject so aside from teaching it uh, which could have been easy if it's a different subject altogether. I have mm-hmm. to make them feel uh, safe, like literally. In a, okay, this is a safe space. It's okay if you commit mistakes. Ganon, I won't scold you. Maybe I'll judge you internally, but <laughs> just kidding. But I will. I will. Uh, I'll help you. So that's one of the most challenging tasks. And then we. The structure uh, of our mm-hmm. curriculum itself, the basic education mm-hmm. curriculum, it sometimes makes uh, teaching challenging because it's very like, it's very congested. like you have to teach a lot of topics and a lot of things in a very uh, small amount of time, you and so and mm-hmm. math is hierarchical, right? So if you miss a certain topic before, if you fail to understand a topic, mm-hmm. you won't be able to understand the present topic, right? And if you want to understand the present topic, it would be very difficult for you to understand uh, what you are yet to learn. So uh, it's difficult the way that uh, we have to teach all of these because we don't only teach that particular topic at this very moment. Mm -hmm. We also have to review them. And then you'll be surprised with the things that my students uh, uh, do not know yet. So I have to go back Mm -hmm. to those things. It's kind of useless if I keep on teaching and then... They don't know how to to deal with fractions. <laughs> they hate fractions. So <laughs> I have to go back to how to add fractions and how to subtract things that they should have already learned before. But yeah, so that's kind of challenging. How am I going to teach all of these bunch of things in like an hour and a half, right?
1: Damn. I'm curious, do you um, consciously, is there an internal imposition that uh, I have to make my students like the subject? Mayrokabang ganon na internal voice ang sabing, dude, like if you don't if you don't make the the students like the subject, it's like a failure on your part.
2: Mm, yes,
1: <laughs> most of the really? time I,
2: that, that's my goal, right? I want to like really promote uh math, and then I want them to like it. Even if some of my students are not really good at it, they express yeah. that they like the that they like the subject, and then. Mm uh because that's where it should start right because if you don't like something uh you won't be able to do it with like passion so uh i have to make them like the subject because it's a very interesting subject and then my goal really is not to teach the subject because it will be useful for their profession and usually that's the case right like Okay, yeah. uh, I'm teaching math because you can use this as future, I don't know, architects, yeah. engineers. But I want to teach math. I want them to learn math for the sake of learning it. Because learning it is fun. Uh, even if, mm. I have to admit, it's not immediately useful in real life. When you go out, you don't use calculus yeah. immediately. Yeah,
1: it's like the day 104 of me not being able to use the Pythagorean theorem.
2: <laughs> yes. <laughs> 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 exactly. So uh, they, won't, they won't use it immediately. Like right now, my students aren't there using calculus right now, but they love it because uh, the thought process, it's like an amazing intellectual exercise now you get to solve mm-hmm. a problem and then in an elegant manner. So I have to make them like the subject so that if they learn the subject for the sake of uh, their profession, it's easy for them because I already love this. And when you like doing something, even if it's very difficult, uh, you're motivated to do it, right?
1: What's your favorite thing about math? Uh,
2: <laughs> my favorite before, uh, I used to think yeah. that math is certain. So that's my favorite. That was my favorite thing about math. It's certain, so yeah. it's either you're De wrong. your answer. Yeah. I yeah. My mom uh, asked me to take English now. Cause I like reading uh, and all of those stuff. But in English, yeah. cause you have to write essays, right? And sometimes you don't really know if you're doing it correctly or not. So math, I used to think that it's certain. So parang, it's either you're right or you're wrong. There's nothing in between. So it's either you arrive at an answer that's correct or not. So that's what I like because it's straightforward. Siya. But mm. learning math later on, I realized it's actually uncertain. There are a lot of things about math na, we don't know yet right so uh most mathematicians try to right. learn about prime numbers for instance because uh they don't know much about it so they are yeah. there are a lot of things that they are yet to uncover so right now that's my favorite aspect <laughs> it it's is sort of paradoxical
1: nah yeah the mathematicians actually tend to be the most philosophical people usually when i yes. when I pass-through videos on YouTube about people talking about math, it, it tangents mm-hmm. into philosophy, most especially if I yeah. research about about their discussions on infinity or yes. or something like that. And it, yeah. it's, 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 it's amazing.
2: <laughs> yeah, because you're dealing with things that are outside of, like, the physical realm, right? Because I are that math can exist even without yeah. the universe, <laughs> like even yeah. without, uh, even without all of these physical things. So you have to like go beyond that. Like you have to go beyond, except for applied math, but uh, for pure math, maybe yeah. like go beyond these things. Like you have to think of dimensions that are, that are higher than the third dimension. So those are things that we cannot see, right? Uh, yeah. As of now. So, so you, yeah. imagine you have to deal with dimensions that you cannot uh, physically see. You cannot perceive. So, you have to be a bit philosophical about it, and it's also logical. And the introduction to philosophy, we have to learn logic first before we can yeah. uh, we can master philosophy. So, parang may
1: Okay, um, but I digress. Uh, real <laughs> um, one question I wanted to ask you is, ikaw, I, I've known you for like for quite some time now you are outspoken about your political beliefs and stances. Yeah. I can imagine that it must be difficult to contain being neutral um, among your students, especially when there are repressing social issues at that time. Mm -mm. Uh, My question is, where do you draw the line between being a subject instructor and a medium of social change?
2: Mm. There is no line (laughs) for me. Uh, Uh, it's not that I go to class and then talk about these things solely, right? But yeah. uh, really the first thing that I tell my students, uh, and this is still about math, is that mm-hmm. math really is about changing the way that they look at things, right? For example, I, I usually start my class because I teach pre and then the very first topic mm. uh, is about conic section. So I, the, mm-hmm. the first thing I always ask them is what is a circle? Right, and then mm. they say a bunch of things like it's round, it's like, uh, it has no, it has no corner, parang like But there are a lot mm. of round things that aren't circles, right? So I have to make them look at circle in a mathematical way, right? Like mm. a set of points that are equidistant to a fixed point. So, and using that, they get to change their perspective about circle. So math is a matter of Changing the way that you look at things, because most of these things already exist, right? And then you just have yeah. to change your perspective, and you have to really ask and question. So, because most of the time, uh, students just accept mathematical rules, right? Like right. these are the set of rules. I should follow them step by step. It's kind of mechanical, but yeah. uh, but my goal is to teach math. Not by simply following a set of rules, but asking why these rules exist in the first place. So uh, that's when I try to integrate all of these social issues, right? Because we most of the time take for granted all of these things. And then uh, because my rule man, na ganito, so I have to follow it. and then or some higher authority said that I would do it, so I should do it. Ooh. but go beyond it and ask why you're doing it. So in almost all of the sessions, I always ask why, and I tell them to, that, kasi parang in Ateneo, right? You have this portion where you get to reflect. Uh, like, yeah. you have to to integrate reflection. because interdisciplinary da yung thing. So, for me, really, there is no line because as a teacher, you're there, right, to help students uh, identify what truth is, right? And then uh, mm. I have to do that using my own subject. Because if this subject is important, if this subject exists for a reason, uh, because I'm teaching it, it must be important, right? And it must be useful. Yeah. So I have to yeah. make them, uh, I have to connect these two things that are happening uh, outside. And most of the time, uh, I do that. Of course, I don't encourage them to go out and uh, maybe join uh, stuff if they want to. <laughs> we can do that.
1: <laughs> That's a we can go down a rabbit too. hole. <laughs>
2: there is no line for me really as long as really,
1: you uh, have you had experiences where you were asked to like tone it down tone down the activism in teaching?
2: Uh from my from my higher ups uh for my co-teachers maybe like they notice na yung mga, oh yung not in teaching but like oh yung mga posts mo gano, gano. but there's nothing um, wrong with that right i don't i don't encourage them to do something uh illegal but i encourage them to uh, be critical, right? And critical mm-hmm. thinking is something that uh, mathematicians or at least math students uh, should possess. So, uh, from my higher ups, voila. they don't tell me to tone it down. Mm-hmm.
1: So, I yeah. love how like you are sort of like a Venn diagram of of social justice and mathematics, and like that middle part. <laughs> <laughs> that's like that's like you. And you and you sort of I mean, you sort of operate within that within that and 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 you grow and you and you share your ideas and your experiences based on your perception of math, both of math and of social justice. And that's not something that a lot of people do. And that's amazing. Um I'm gonna move on. Real you said earlier that you read on your free time. Last yeah. year, how many books did you finish?
2: Around 50, I guess. Because I read one at least one book per... Uh, I Last year, no. I have to correct that. Because last year, I started law school, right? So, I cut right. ko reading habit. Ko. We don't include cases, right? So, they're boring stuff. <laughs> <No>. so, <laughs> I don't consider them as uh, as books. But a year yeah. before, before I started law school, I uh, I read around 50 books. Uh, in a year because yeah. I have to read. I have to. I, that's an imposition. I have to read one book, at least one book per uh, week, week. So
1: so how do you do it and why do you do it? Why do you impose it on yourself?
2: Because it's a discipline, right? Uh, the more books that I read, parang mas maraming, I get to experience a lot of things. So I get to experience more mm-hmm. things, more books that I read. That's imposition because uh, I usually cannot focus, and then uh, I could not focus before. So it is very helpful for me reading because it's something that I enjoy, and then I challenge myself to be more focused on a certain thing. Because before I easily get uh, easily got distracted. So uh, by imposing that I have to read this uh, uh, in a we- I have to read one book a week. Uh, mm. i must focus focused and then uh it's also fun because yeah, you get to chronicle I actually have an Excel file of all the books that I've read and then I um, every time I finish so them you. I have to input <laughs> it and then so that I can arrange it because yeah, on my like me time then, I usually because you can sort the Excel right so I sort them according to author and then, or according to like the date when I finish them so it's very helpful for me so uh it's my way to make myself more uh, uh, disciplined. Before it was for clout. and then later on, <laughs> because I, parang like, okay, tawas na yung cloud era, so I I have to read because uh, it's fun, and then it trains me.
1: So what are you reading right now?
2: I am reading, I am rereading a book by uh, a linguist and philosopher Roland Barthes. It's called uh, "Lovers' Discourse." It's so she actually, because I read it before we started.
1: <laughs> this is fiction, right?
2: Uh, it's an essay. No, it's a collection of like, fragmented uh, essays. So about
1: oh. love. So right now you're reading essays. You're reading prose?
2: Yes. Uh, before, I usually just read fiction, right? But right now, yeah. I'm reading prose. I read a lot of things I want- now. I started reading comics, even.
1: Really, that's interesting. Cause I remember that before, that was one of our prime differences. You were yeah. so into fiction, and that was the face that you were so like. Y- every time I asked you what you were reading, it was always fiction. And when, every time you asked me what I was reading, I was, it was always <laughs> non-fiction. Pero ngayon naman ng problema sa non-fiction. Yes, I'm,
2: I'm okay with
1: non-fiction. <laughs> one thing I actually realized is that they're really, at the end of the day, there is no difference between fiction and nonfiction. Um, both, both kind of aim to give you a message and the only difference is how that message comes across. The beauty of nonfiction I say, is it's straightforward, mm-hmm. but the beauty of fiction is that it uses metaphors, it uses allegories of real life to send the certain me- message across. It's only a question of what medium do you prefer in receiving yeah. certain messages. And I figured mm-hmm. that right now, um, i appreciate ko na rin yung fiction ngayon. Mm. Um, pero I, I still read a lot of nonfiction fiction pero every time someone recommends me fiction books, I I always download and save it. I save an ebook <laughs> just to read it later, I suppose. <laughs> and and I I love I love storytelling. I love the storytelling, most especially pag maano na badass writers na yung nag nag storytelling. Do you still write?
2: Yeah, I still write. Uh, pero like very seldom na lang because of law school again, my god. But uh I but I still write a short fiction from time to time. I, I I don't finish some of them. I have finished a couple of uh short stories, but I really mm-hmm. try to write stuff because parang if I keep on doing law school things, uh the way that sentences are structured when you read cases very different compared to creative writing and then i noticed hmm. la if i don't write uh fiction the tone the way that i write things are like uh supreme court cases so i have to practice writing so i don't finish uh, most of them pero i uh, i start them and then may mga outline ako,
1: Real, i'm going to ask you about law school what made you decide to to undertake law i'm just really curious <laughs>
2: Okay, I have to be very honest. I still don't know. <laughs> I still don't know. When they interviewed me, actually, when they yeah. interviewed me, sa, <laughs> yeah. when they interviewed me sa UP. So I had to say that I took law school because uh, I I wanted to change society. May namang, uh, may akong living, yeah. but, uh, I have to be very honest. I still, I actually don't know. This, these are things uh parang I won't usually do right. Because before nga, yeah. I came uh, I hate law students, cause I parang ano oh, law students. But uh, right now I'm yeah. taking it again. It's a, I, I read a book. Uh, yeah. I don't recommend this book. It's called A Little Life. Parang yung main nope. character is a, It's really problematic. Pero anasya parang math student siya, and then uh mm. naglo law school siya, and then I was like, okay, uh, this could be me, <laughs> Parang a bad ass, mm. di Na math student siya, and then, law school. So. Mm. Uh, I decided now. Maybe this is, um, maybe this is my path. You <laughs> know, so I decided to take mm. it. Cuz, parang intellectual exercise din siya, and that's one of the things that uh, really influenced me. But to be honest, right now, I I, I can't see myself uh, being a lawyer pa, cause nasa first year pa naman ako. But yeah. Uh, but it's it's a very interesting endeavor. Na, uh, parang you're learning things, parang set of rules siya, and then you have to identify if these rules are applicable, uh, sa ganitong situation. So, parang math din siya, in a way, right? Pero, I honestly still don't know why I took it. It just so <laughs> happened na yung co worker ko before. My reviewer siya sa entrance exam for the mm-hmm. sa, sa UP law. So, my reviewer siya. So, I borrowed it. And then, uh, I decided to take the exam during pandemic. Out of boredom, maybe. So And then, I passed My it. My
1: goodness. You passed and then, UP law on boredom. Really?
2: Eventually, <laughs> I, I actually did not intend to enroll. My mom said that because kasi they kasi parang very limited na yung slots that they offer, right? And yeah, then, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you 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 can take the test only thrice, right? So, if yeah, you already right. took it and you passed, you have to like... Take the opportunity, yun yung sabi ng uh, ng mom ko. So I decided, okay, I'll give it a sem, and then uh, after one semester, yeah. okay, I'll give it a year. So <laughs> parang gan. But right now, I'm still figuring out why.
1: Really, that's curious. Um, like an environment mo when you decided to take up law, like were you bored nasa work or were you looking for another challenge? Were you like, what was the the scene?
2: <laughs> okay, uh, it's funny because. Uh, during pandemic, you get to see your, your, like, uh, former co-workers' lives, right? Gano, yung mga yeah. classmates, mo so I was scrolling yeah. through uh, Instagram or Twitter, and then I was like, ah, i lost school na pala si ano, person A. Or i med school yeah. na pala si person B. And like, what am I doing with my life as a competitive person? <laughs> I'm stuck here taking care of my cat. You know? So, well, I, I so love taking care of my cat. pero parang, okay, everyone's, my graduate studies na pala si si person B, so, what if I take law school? So, that was the environment. This was during the pandemic, right? Where you get to see other people's lives and then, parang, you get to reflect ba na, okay, I have to, I have to uh, get out of my comfort zone. This is something that I hated before, but maybe uh, I, I have to challenge myself and then, uh, take it. So I decided to take the entrance exam.
1: You had to be honest with how you're feeling. Nopara ah, uh, did you? You also had that feeling. Nopara uh, I feel like I'm being left behind. I feel like yes. I should be doing something. Yeah, <laughs> uh, <goodness>. that is <laughs> that is so curious. I think nah, it's both. It's both um it's both beneficial and sometimes it can be harmful to some extent. Yeah, Threading present moments together and like being true to your current emotions. Mm-hmm. And I'm tying this back to introspection and self-reflection. Mm-hmm. I think that's like the beauty of being able to introspect and self-reflect. You can mm-hmm. go back to any area of your life and for you, it was like that moment in during the pandemic where you were like, oh, I, I feel like I have to do something more. And you mm-hmm. can say to yourself that at that moment, that was where I needed to be in order to be where you are today. Do you regret taking law by any chance?
2: No, I don't. Uh, uh, <laughs> actually, and then it can get boring sometimes. Pero yeah. I actually began loving it when we started discussing like legal history, right? Because yeah. when you talk about the law, parang like math, a set of rules, and you have to follow them. Pero historical din kula siya. Like may mga influences siya. And then uh, it's not really impartial the way that the justices Mm -hmm. decide a case. Not really impartial. So may parang human side siya. And then it's that aspect that I like. Parang na-unpack mo yung yung love, right? Na-unpack mo yung uh, jurisprudence, for instance, and try to understand beyond the... Codal, why things are like that in the first place? Historically, And then why is it like that here in the Philippines and not like that some other in some other uh country? So naging interesting sha uh, interesting for me. But yeah. uh when I say I hated law school before, that's because I could not see myself actually practicing it, but I can see myself mm-hmm. teaching it. Because I love teaching mm. right So that's what I yeah. uh, like, like about it so
1: far. One thing that kind of threads your entire story your entire career real is sort of your ability to ask the question why? yeah and to like question certain existing um, beliefs and dogmas like say for example when you teach math, you consistently ask your students, why are we doing this? Why are we sort of following these set of rules? Why are we and and sort of breaking away from that? And at the same time, kahit na nasa law ka, you also practice this sort of questioning and this sort of of asking yourself the deep questions. It's te- I think it stems from one's ability to be able to carve out time for ourselves. To be able to think and to reflect on our present states, yeah. so we may make choices that are aligned to what our minds and hearts truly really want. Yes. At the end of the day, I think that it it is the ability to ask ourselves the questions, "What do I want right now?" Yeah. And being kind to ourselves and honor the answer that our hearts tells us. Mm-hmm. Um. One thing I learned real from the conversation that we have is that it is important to challenge the way that we look at things. I love how, what you said about um, looking at circles from different perspectives and also looking at other things in life from different perspectives. I love what you said about um, reading and how it leads you to introspection and it changes the way that you look at things because from there we take up different paths. We challenge ourselves to take up law school, for instance, Mm. and From there, we make choices that we certainly do not regret. Mm. Um, Yeah, is there anything else you want to say, Real?
2: Your reflection was very good. Uh, You should be a teacher.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Now, in time, perhaps. Okay. Um, But anyway, thank you so much, Real, for being here. I appreciate it so much, and I hope you enjoyed this conversation.
2: Yes, I do enjoy it. Thank you.
0: Thank you for listening to this conversation. If you enjoyed this podcast, I would love it if you hit the follow button. Follow us on all our social media platforms at WildlightsPod. And share this to your friends and loved ones. Till next time, lights up, shine bright, and keep on burning, Wildlights.